0: Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony
1: Chalmers. And me, Gareth Mayne.
0: Hello and welcome to this episode number 281 of the Independent Music Podcast. We opened with the sounds of Reigns. Reigns are a band that have been going for quite a long time from Somerset. Featuring uh, two of uh, the three members of a band that Gareth likes very much. And I don't think he knows this. Any guests, just want to take a pump, there from Somerset. Uh, Yeah, Henry Blacker. Oh, you know. Oh, wow.
1: There you go. Sorry, Gareth, I give you discredit. That's it. It might have also been that I read it on the link that you sent me. So, I looked on the press release. I didn't think it said anything about Henry Blacker uh, on there. Oh, no, I think it does on the Bandcamp page. I think that's why I was. Because I was looking to see which label was releasing that and I couldn't figure that uh, out either. Yeah, I was on the sound.
0: I got the SoundCloud here and the press release. Um, yeah, exactly. So it features Tim and Rue. That's the guitarist and drummer from Henry Blacker. And the person who's running the record label is uh, Joe, the bass player from Henry Blacker and also the bass player of Hey Colossus, of which those bands have a lot of crossover members. And it's a brand new record label called Wrong Speed. And um, yeah, this is the first release, so it's excellent. Really happy to, to bring some of that to you. Um, The track was called Panther Cap. It's an odd one. It's like in one hand, it's a sort of um synthesizer, crouty sort of tune that sounds good, obviously, but we've had that kind of thing before. But on one hand, it's just kind of weird as well. Like it just doesn't, some parts of it just don't sound right. And it's got like odd little bits in it. And I think the press release really sort of uh says it a bit here. It says here, the walls don't quite sit right. The angles are off. Chimes sound from invisible hollows. Something is wrong here. And it's actually talking about the walled garden, which is sort of a part of the thing that's inspired this album. But I think that could also just describe the music.
1: Yeah, I th- I've think i got two things to say about that record. One is that I don't think they'll be offended if I said it sounds nothing even remotely like Henry Blacker or Hey Colossus. That is true. Associated <laughs> bands. And the second one is that we've started the podcast with another opus. Like, if you remember last week, we started with that Nahash record that was just that sort of reconstructed jungle music that was just this opus within one track. And I think what you've just laid out was a, another thing in a similar regard. Not obviously completely yeah. different music, but epic, I think is the right it word. It moved to certainly a variety of musical spaces. It certainly, it certainly did. But yeah, great. Yeah, great that they, they want to add another musical project. To all the others that they've got. Well, this is actually their fifth album. Um,
0: and they have uh, I've heard of them before because of, yeah, well, they've sent me some music and they've told me about it. And they basically do soundtracks. They've done some soundtracks with some BBC programs and other things like that. But um, this is uh, the first that we played on the pod. So, yeah, a bit, bit late, but better late than never.
1: Cool. I'm going to play some ad- abstract experimental music record label called Broken Britain Cassettes. This is from a French artist called Couronne de Merde. And I'm not going to try and uh, pronounce the Arabic, but this track is called There Is No Death. I've listened to this record a few times now, and it really increasingly tugs at you. It's uh, it's just so dark, and yeah, you mentioned it; sinister is the right word for it as well. The sound of Quran de Merd. The track is called "There Is No Death," and the album is called "I Wish the Winds Were Ash." With the Arabic language, I can't really even begin to try and pronounce it. Well, I was going to say, like, uh, you're not going to try to pronounce the Arabic, but well, we, we can't even can't read it. <laughs> but I did put it into Google Translate with a pronunciation. And even with that pronunciation, I couldn't figure it out. I reckon there's, there's no need for that. I really like that. So this is a London project? No, it's not. It's uh, a Frenchman, Caron d'Amerd. Essentially, it's a project all around Beirut and about the Lebanese Civil War. It says here that uh, Caron Merde became preoccupied by the Lebanese Civil War after repeated visits to Beirut. Recorded over a week in Paris, these tracks are an exorcism of the ghosts who followed him back. And... I should have probably said that before the track because when you then know that and then listen to the track, it's really clear in that that it is. You know, you said the word sinister without knowing anything about the record. You know, so it is definitely has that vibe and feel to it. It is a wonderful piece of work. Uh, an extra little bit of blurb: It's corondamed casts an unflinching gaze at theocratic and political contradictions. I Wish the Winds Were Ash is a poetic documentation and dramatisation of a modern conflict, the late iteration of ancient struggles between religion and secularity, Christianity and Islam, dominance and freedom.
0: Yeah, normally I would never approve of you using the word tug, but it uh, it, it is it does it does it does pull at you somewhere there. So if you want to use the word tug instead of pull, then that, that is completely correct.
1: That's fine, and yeah, and it's uh, it's released on Broken Britain cassettes, which is yeah, as you identified, uh, I think it's a London label, it's certainly UK based.
0: Yeah, that was why I mentioned exactly that was all that I could uh, hear about it. I want to play you some, I wasn't really sure what song I was going to play next, but if, since that's something from Beirut, I thought I'd move pretty close over to Jerusalem for a track by Black Chamber, played on the podcast, I don't know, three years ago, Gasp, which thing?
1: Uh, a while ago, certainly, Rash Records. It's it's interesting when, yeah, I just looking here, there's not many of these releases I've actually seen, even though Rash are quite a young label and one that we've, enjoyed when we've played them before so
0: yeah i spoke to Itai from the label last week or this week and he i was just like you know how's it been going and stuff like that and he was like yeah well basically since lockdown they've just been sort of like in the studio basically just different artists from the label and stuff have just been in there making music and he said he's just been making music making music making music and he sent me a load of stuff uh, so these last few releases you see here
1: on the label are probably all digital stuff done in the last couple of months Yeah, it's interesting. I was having a chat in the park a few weekends ago, which was essentially about studio releases, how there's going to be, well, from the UK, at least a bit of a hiatus on studio based recording, because obviously no one can get in the studio at the moment. So it's going to be loads of home recording and stuff like that. But it's interesting. It doesn't seem to be the same in Israel.
0: Well, I, I mean, the studio is not, this is, this is a DIY studio. You know, this is not, sure. uh, this isn't, this isn't, this is not Abbey Road. But, um, but yeah, they've obviously got a studio that they use for them and their friends and stuff. And it's actually also done a release by a Japanese artist as well. And they said that, uh, this compilation here, which is called RVA002, I'm pretty sure I've got the first one on vinyl, um, is a compilation of mainly local Jerusalem artists, but also features some others. And yeah, Black Chamber's are local. And he featured, I think, on our best of 2015, 16, I'm going to guess. Although it could feasibly be a year after that. I reckon it was 16, 17. And uh, anyway, there's loads of killer tracks on this compilation, but I wanted to play this one, and it's called Spaghetti Bolognese. Big silence, got love the slide,
2: slide, charge of sabotage. Looks grass-covered, romantic, and never-hesitant spaghetti bolognese still staying bodies in blood process. So,
0: we go spaghetti bolognese by black chamber the darker
1: weirder heavier end of hip-hop another gem by black chamber what do you reckon oh yeah it's cracking absolutely awesome. i was not so sure about the intro but yeah when it got going absolutely amazing
0: yeah, exactly. Absolutely killer. And as I mentioned, that features on the compilation RVA002 on Rash Records, mainly featuring the cream of the underground of Jerusalem. Some artists you might know, the pod of this one here, and Data, who actually booked for me for a show in London that, of course, didn't happen and um
1: oh dude let's not go down the route of all the shows that aren't <laughs> happening for you
0: <laughs> Omar goldberg opens it up and yeah there's some other ones yeah lots and lots of great stuff there we've
1: uh, played music by Ilya Gorovich and uh, various other bits and bobs on the pod before yeah it's absolutely killer like 19 different tracks on that like rash it's bizarre like i don't know why i haven't been keeping up today i'm kind of annoyed with myself but after this podcast it means i've got a lot to dive into because yeah some great music coming out of that scene. Always do. So I've got some music now from Glasgow-based Polish artist Ella Orleans. Been a little while since we've put any Ella on the podcast, or since she's really released any records, uh, like traditional records. She's doing a lot of work on theatre and you know on certain plays and other sort of soundtrack work. She is, as we're recording, actually performing in uh, the Teatro Nove in uh, Poznan, uh, Poland, at the moment, and she's performing over there. Yeah, she's uh, performing the a th- for a theatre piece that she's written, the soundtrack for. Wow, what a world. So that's, yeah, <laughs> what a world of performance, right? <laughs> and, but yeah, the production, it's called uh, Search Bile say which means shout so quieter, which um, I'm sure uh, my Polish-speaking girlfriend who's in the room with me might correct me on as soon as this, I start playing this track. But this is the main theme from the production. And it translates as shout so quieter. Fantastic Sounds of Ella Orleans, the track Seish she Se, is what I'm going with. My girlfriend's only comment on it was, it's very difficult to say. And <laughs> Well then, it's understandable that, uh, in not in your first language, Gareth, a, it. you're not going to get it perfect. It's a tricky one for sure. Shout so quieter is the English translation.
0: What an odd song, eh? It's a wonder of that she plays any instruments or if it's samples or...
1: I suspect it's orchestration, I imagine, but I I don't know. It's not really got a quote-unquote proper release as far as I'm aware. You can hear the scratchy sounds on it, you know. makes me think it's old recordings. There's other tracks from this uh, that are doing doing the rounds, one of which that she's singing on as well, so... uh, as far as I'm aware, it's entirely original and not sampled or anything along those lines. I don't know. Like I say, there isn't a huge amount of detail that she's released around it. No idea whether it's a proper release, quote unquote, or anything else, but it is the sort of stuff she's been working on. And as you know, Anthony, both of us are big fans of Ella's work historically. And, you know, it's just great to hear new stuff from her, regardless of how it's coming about.
0: Yeah. Magnificent musician,
1: a magnificent person, all round goody. Yeah. So and yeah, if you're not aware of Ella Orleans, her last release, proper release, was Movies for Ears on Night School Records, which was a compilation of all her work, not all of it, but a selection of her work previously. would also recommend Circles of Upper and Lower Hell as well, which was her previous like original album as well, which is fabulous. Just a great yeah. artist.
0: Yeah, agreed. I'm going to play you, um, quite a long one here now. It's uh, from a band called Fire Stations, the duo from London. Their last uh, album was released on Lost Maps Recordings, the uh, Scottish folk label. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he sent this to me and it's a very interesting project. Basically, at the start of lockdown, I think, I don't know if they were commissioned to do this or something, but it's in connection with another artist. Basically, they did a bunch of filming and then they, um, buried it in the forest in Epping Forest, near where they live in Walthamstow. And then they dug it up three months later and they sort of made, use the video with this music they have made for it. It seems to be like, a, I don't know if it's, like, it's, it's a 77-minute piece on where it's at is where you are, is the name of the uh, sort of the overall project. And they've sort of edited it down to seven minutes. So with the video decomposing like that, you know, it brings in some of the earth and the fungus and everything that's built on to make something really quite interesting.
1: And so we... You said quite long, we're playing a 77-minute version, full fat. It
0: is a seven-minute edit here,
1: is what we've got.
0: <laughs> yes, not quite full fat for this one. And, um, yeah, so this is the seven-minute edit, and if you sort of keep an eye on it, I think on July the 3rd, uh, the the whole video is going online. Um, as I said, they've been around for a while. I've been putting on, putting them on for shows on and off since over a decade now, which is kind of crazy. So, um, yeah so here we go this is Fire Stations and the track's called Dream Home There we go. That's the sound of fire stations, and there at the end and a little bit at the start, I recognise the unmistakable sounds of the woodpecker, which me and Gareth heard today on our epic walk in Coolsdon in the Happy Valley and the Farthing Down.
1: That was grand, wasn't it, Gus? It was lovely. We, uh, we obviously can't do the pod in each other's in each other's houses, but we can sit in a garden and watch Crystal Palace, and go to the park <laughs> and uh, walk around and have a fun old fun old time in the outdoors. <laughs> Exactly. So after spending nearly the entire day walking together, we are now distanced
0: to record this podcast on uh, in our separate studios. Yeah, so as I mentioned, that is The Sounds of Fire Stations and the song is called Dream Home and it's a seven-minute edit of a 77-minute piece. So I have no idea, I guess it's a whole album. I can't imagine it's one song, but I don't know. I like the idea of burying it as well. Reminds me of Lee Scratch Perry, who used to do that on dub records.
1: Yeah, gave him... Particular flavor. I'm going to say something that isn't meant to be a criticism of the track, but it reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of Doves. Of Doves? Yes. Yeah, I, I, could, I could definitely, I can
0: understand that. If you look at sort of the sort of thing that is released on the record label, oh, I've gone off that page, apologies, which uh, Gareth actually pointed out that we have played before 23 Hanging Trees in 2018. Can't exactly remember uh that one but i'm sure it was absolutely magnificent they've released uh some artists that definitely you could see in that space as well some members of uh the wave pictures some Aloe darling sort of in the sort of uh yeah comic game in this what they very generally call sort of indie pop but that can definitely cover a very wide variety
1: of yeah, sounds for sure and some good and a lot bad but yeah it uh, that was <laughs> that was excellent and yeah so it reminded me a lot of growing up as a Proper indie kid in the uh, late '90s, early noughties That yeah, it definitely reminds
0: me of going to End of the Road festival, sort of 2006, eight, nine, whatever those sort of years where you heard a lot of that. Maybe a little bit of tongue, you yeah, know, <laughs> exactly. And I know that Laura and, and Mike are also have been to End of the Road every single year, I believe. So that is definitely their their musical background as well.
1: Cool. I'm going to give you. So, I've got three tracks left of this week's podcast, all of which are about two and a bit minutes long. I don't really know how to follow what we've just played. So, I'm going to give you a choice. We've got some sort of hip hoppy beats. So, I wrote chopped and screwed beats, which isn't hip hoppy beats. Hip hoppy beats. I have uh, some hefty abstract experimental music and I've got some fun filled synth funk. Get me some Redina um redino uh yes so this is uh, a producer from london called redino uh i'm going to talk a bit more about it after this but this is the fun-filled synth funk and this track is called (laughs) touchdown There you have it sounds a rodino track is called touchdown and it's uh the, yeah it's taken from his record called sunny veil vale. out right now just self-released via bandcamp rodino.bandcamp.com
0: yeah i knew i had something from this guy but i couldn't put a finger on what it was and i just looked on his wikipedia and i have his um 2010 numbers release
1: and as you should just buy all the releases from numbers at the time Oh, interesting! Yeah, it's a, a new one to me, really, with this record. He's been around a little while, as you alluded to. Producer named Tom Calvert. He produced for Sweat Sweatshop Boys, uh, the project of Riz Ahmed, and he also apparently was the musical director for Hudson Mohawk's live band. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, you can't go wrong with some Sweatshop Boys. They're pretty banging. Yeah. So it's a uh, and when I talked about fun-filled synth funk, his uh, quote from this is: "This record is about fun, dumb bangers."
0: <laughs> say it how it is
1: yeah i mean that is pretty much bang on it also talks about being some sort of concept album of him being a kid in california in the 1980s uh, before he moved over to the uk so yeah cracking stuff there's loads of great stuff on this it's a it's a fantastic record it's a mix of proper dance floor smashes and some other sort of Groovy loops as well. It's a yeah, well, that one was up. definitely
0: groovy, but I'm not so. I'd call it a dance floor smasher. I think you might struggle to get people uh, throwing
1: shapes to it. Maybe, I, I struggle to get people throwing shapes to anything. I can't remember. We, I can't even remember what a dance floor is. No, that's it. just uh, socially distant shapes. <laughs> dance what? <laughs> <laughs> Do plenty of dancing around the house, it's fine.
0: Done a little bit. I want to play you the latest track from the uh, Music from Saharan WhatsApp series. The wonderful, uh, uh, sort of month by month selection of albums that has been done by Sahel Sounds. Every, uh, every month they're releasing an EP for a musical group in the Sahel. Every album was recorded on their phone and sent to them over WhatsApp and uploaded to Bandcamp where it is there for one month only. It is a wonderful project and it is a very democratizing, as democratizing as it gets. It is brilliant. This one here, I would say is probably the best produced and sort of slickest, for lack of a better word, that I've heard so far. This is not like a lo-fi phone sound to me. This sounds like a proper studio. And it is uh, the sounds of uh, Luca Productions and Candiefa. And it says here, um, it does say here, yeah, working out of a small studio in Bamoko, uh, working on the future sounds of Mali. So it's a uh, Luca Productions is a producer and he's working with... Uh, and this other uh, person on the hip hop scene, Candy Afer and um yeah, just it's quite varied. This, but it's going to play the opening track of it. I think this whole record's absolutely killer. If you like it, it's only there for one month only. Get stuck in. It's actually from the Luca Productions uh, Bandcamp, but it's a uh, part of Sahel Sounds. This is the opening track. It's called a Negu. Mm. we go, the absolutely magnificent sounds of Luca Productions and Kandiefer. I just want to do a quick correction there because I got something slightly wrong, just want to make sure I've got it correctly uh, credited. Yeah, so Luca Productions there is on vocals, synthesizer and production. He makes uh, hip hop and experimental music in Mali. And then doing that with him is Kandiefer, who is playing the Nagoni, which is a stringed instrument you see there. And they're going to be doing a proper album together. And this is a, a teaser for it.
1: Yeah, and Nagoni uh, came out. Uh, Nagoni Bar, and I've forgotten the name of the guy uh, from that uh, from that band. It uh, was released on Crammed Discs, I think, uh, back in the day when I first started really. Segi so, Yeah, there you. Uh, no, Bassakukiyate is who I'm thinking okay. of. Okay. and Nagoni Bar. Uh, yeah, also from Mali, and uh, released music and on. Yeah, I think it was Crammed Discs, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, that record, I think. but yeah. And
0: I don't have that one. I know Cram Discs has certainly released a lot of music like that. So it would make oh, sense. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, this was a long, long time ago as well. This was, well probably about 10 years at least, I'd say. So, so, actually, it, it, it will predate this podcast for sure. So maybe even longer than that. Uh, yeah. I saw a little interview with Mark Hollander of Cram Discs where he was talking about his, his friend Vincent, who he does the label with, and he
0: said he spent nearly 18 years trying to find Kanona number one after loving their album, which I had absolutely no idea was as far back as like 1966 mm-hmm. before eventually locating them and getting to do an album on Cram Discs. I was like, wow, that is, uh, that is some
1: dedication. Uh, yeah, and such a wonderful record. They really got And them. what a record it is, too, yeah. Yeah, because then they had the Cotton Gatronic stuff as well. The, yeah, so much great music from that period, cram discs. That is the golden age of cram discs. But certainly. I mean, they have just released the new Niloxica record two weeks That's ago. Wow, well, yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, which uh, we, played a long, we played the first single from it a long time ago on the podcast. Uh, the record is absolutely cracking, even if it is delayed in production by the sounds of it, anyway oh you don't have the copy yet no mate i ordered it from boomcat and i ordered two other records to sort of tot up my order to 50 quid for the free shipping uh two records that i wanted incidentally but then they contacted me going oh yeah this niloxica one's delayed so we'll just send you the other two that you've that you've bought which is infuriating because it's. I bought it for the. Nailog did they front. charge
0: you for the? Did they charge you for the shipping?
1: Uh, no, they're doing free shipping for both okay, of That's fine. Right. So that, that is that is acceptable. It's the right way to do it. Thanks, Boomcat. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play some music from Emma DJ. One of my pet peeves, right? I'm going to just get this out of the way. But one of my pet peeves is when people name themselves uh, like Emma DJ if they're not if they don't identify as a woman. If it's just a man being a DJ called Emma DJ, that grinds my gears a little bit don't know how you feel on that i am. Not, i know absolutely nothing about this artist so yeah. i don't i wouldn't like to comment without any without a clue of uh of who it is it's yeah. not someone called emma uh, no it's not it's uh it's a man who I, I don't know the name but uh presumably identifies as a man. And maybe i've got that completely wrong and i'm just being incredibly offensive everyone
0: complained about sophie and then it turned out it was a trans woman <laughs> and everyone was like oh yeah (laughs) but i'm not sure i don't i don't know but i I understand sometimes some names like that can obviously be slightly problematic
1: yes and so but it doesn't bother me as much as the music because the music is fantastic and that is ultimately what this podcast is here for Uh, so yeah he's got a record called not listening that's come out on parisian label collapsing market he's also from paris has had a split with ishak on lies records out of uh, new york earlier this year had uh had a record, Support Your Local Enemies, on La Vibe, also a Parisian record label, last year. And yeah, this new one is fabulous. Uh, this track is called Market Collapse.
0: that was
1: really cool yeah i could definitely go for another five minutes i reckon on that it's just like proper intense and that was really when i stumbled on this record a couple of days ago it was really the mood i was in uh, that made me just listen to this over and over again it is the sounds of emma dj the track called market collapse it's taken from the record not listening out via collapsing market uh all parisian project there it
0: explains this all Parisian and then it says here in the notes on the bandcamp, the limited edition postcard comes with a tape featuring a picture taken by Sienna Gavin at a rave party in Luton in the summer of 1999. Not sure anyone from Paris needs to go to Luton.
1: Uh, no, um, I mean, could be, a. I don't know what Luton was like in the late 90s, but. I mean, we can probably say it wasn't much better than it is now, a pretty bland place. Uh, Well, shout out to everyone from Luton. It gets us to Europe cheaply sometimes. We live in South London now. We don't fly from Luton. I I
0: could fucking get to France quicker (laughs) any other way
1: than getting up to Luton. It's uh, Emma DJ. It's his uh, third record, as far as I'm aware. There might be a couple more there, but I definitely want to check out the Ishak split on lies, which uh, isn't available digitally. So I would have to pay about... $30 Thirty dollars to buy the cassette for fourteen dollars, and then get it shipped over to the UK, which might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that seems like a bit much, doesn't it? It does. It does a little. Uh, yeah, that's my only issue with non. So I'm starting to get in a bit of a moaning part of the podcast. Well, aren't I? Both
0: of both of us, and we we have we have had a very long and tiring day. We
1: nearly didn't do it today because we were so damn tired, but we got there. We got there in the end, just about. Uh, but the rant this time is going to be. If you release releasing music, release it on digital so everyone in the world can hear it. Cool. music should be shared. It should be loved. It should be accessible. Not not doing with the physical only stuff. That's my current. I absolutely agree with that all the way. Last one from me, and it's a
0: short one as well. And it's I think it goes quite quite well with some of the stuff that you've been playing, like not the gnarly stuff. But with the Redinio, this is a new single from Leroy Duncan from his, uh, it's called Instrumentals. I got it, uh, cause I bought the ill, I have, I got a note from ill considered the London jazz band, uh, saying, check out this Leroy Duncan seven So I don't know if he's in the band or anything like that, but uh, I hope so. It's from CNM London records and it's cool. Yeah. It's sort of like seventies library psych funk jazz sound, something, something like that
1: it it's ticking all my hitting all my buttons there i would say <laughs> yeah
0: exactly We really like it so this one is called jailbreak and it's a yeah out in 7 inch There we go. What a gem. Two-minute gem.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Into it.
0: So that track's called Jailbreak. There's 13 songs split over one, two, three, four, five... Six, seven inches, which are all up on his band camp. And basically can't really find too much about him at all. It says on discogs, he's a, a, uh, ill-considered associate, which is basically what I just told you before. And then it's got all these sevens. And yeah, that's about it. And I kind of want all of them, but I don't really have too much need for (laughs) seven inches, to be honest, since I'm not really DJing right now. But uh, no, excellent tune.
1: Yeah, it's not what I was expecting when I saw the cover of that, which is sort of, I was expecting some sort of UK hip-hop instrumentals record. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah, the cover definitely looks like bangers. Uh, But no, (laughs) it's fantastic stuff. And thank you so much for listening to this week's Independent Music Podcast. We have... Uh, lots of short tracks this week. No, not too many opuses. Maybe we could have squeezed in that 77-minute one. A couple of seven minutes is in there, guys. Yes, uh, But no, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you can, of course, subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. A big shout-out as well to our latest patron, Ed Burness. Thank you so much, Ed, for supporting you, this Ed. podcast. We will hopefully see you on the 9th of July for our next live show which is entirely for patrons and supporters of the podcast
0: me and gareth were completely battered after watching palace in the garden and considering what sort of uh, what we should do for the patron podcast and
1: it was mooted on videos we
0: put on when we're battered which is a chance It's, it's not
1: confirmed yet uh, Yeah, it's uh, well we've already told people it's going to be heavy rock and uh oh metal Henry, music. okay cool well we well we can still play bad guys though Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, m- music, <laughs> that videos that we play when we're battered is pretty much going to be Dizzy Rascal in the streets for me and my girlfriend. <laughs> It'll probably end up being it. But no, it was a very fun time we had and yeah, it was lovely. And thank you, Ed. Uh, no doubt your invite to that show will be coming over email in the next couple of weeks. And if you also, dear listener, want to be at that live show, yeah, join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. Uh, or donate to us, independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash donate. And anything else, Anthony? That's about all, buddy. You're done. I'm going to leave you with some uh, sort of chopped and screwed beats from Germany. This is The Sounds of a Lobrian Sunrise featuring Alexander Niermann. It's released on Per Records. That's P with seven Rs. we uh, played them a couple of times in the past. They're very good at sort of releasing great, quite short, hip hop beats ultimately some great music coming out through that label and this is a latest one this is called gold chain and we'll be back next week see you later